0: Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day. Every day with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio.
1: Welcome on in. WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. Of course, our video feed here, 94WIP. Check it out. Subscribe Ton of video content on the feed, and when we do these video podcasts, Tucker Bagley will join me in a few minutes, give his thoughts on this. I'm curious where he's at because – so today I woke up, a little more optimism in, in my head. Uh, this, of course, is before ridiculous traffic. I can't be the only one this week. I don't know what's going on here. I figured there'd be less people on the road before uh, the holidays, but I guess that's that's not it. Everyone's going to the office. Anyway, I digress. Back to the Eagles here. As I did, I did think some more optimistically about the team, and – Look, we know the issues are here. The defense, without question, is one of the worst right now in the NFL. But big picture, I I do feel there are some reasons to feel like they're going to be okay and they're going to figure this thing out between now and really when they have to. And that is part of it. So let me run through some, some thoughts on why I think this whole thing and this whole operation is going to end up okay. Is it going to end up where we want it to, which is in a Super Bowl in Las Vegas? Right now, my gut instinct is no, but things can change. In the next six weeks. All right, so, so number one, and the biggest thing and the biggest reason why the Eagles are going to be okay is the schedule makers, which were very tough on them throughout the season, but essentially the last five or six weeks have been really tough on the Eagles while being easy on a team like the Dallas Cowboys, but now it, it, it reverses. And you look at the Eagles' schedule down the stretch of the season, they face four defenses that are not very good, obviously three teams with the Giants in there uh, twice, and they face four teams that are not very good. Now, do I think the Seattle Giants, Arizona Giants thing is as easy as it looked eight weeks ago? Probably not, because the Giants have a little bit of life at this moment. It's a division opponent. And Arizona's been, I think, more game this year than they have just been just swat them away. And 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 they're a joke, especially with Kyler Murray back now. But the bottom line is the Eagles will be favored significantly. I would say in three of the four games, and they're certainly going to be favored in all four. Right now, they're about a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Seattle next Monday night. They should win that football game. Are they going to? Uh, I'll have a pick and and a more stronger feeling as the week goes on. It's going to be challenging, very challenging, but they're favored to win the game. They are favored. They'll be favored by, I don't know, ten-and-a-half points to beat the Giants at home on Christmas. They'll be favored to beat the Cardinals probably by 9 or 10 or 11 on New Year's Eve. And then going to the Giants last game of the season, we'll see where everyone is in the standings and and what the reality is in week 18, but they'll be favored by well over a touchdown in that game too. So they should be able to get back on track because they're playing bad teams, teams that do not have a lot going for them and teams that they are just better than roster wise. That's, that's big. The other side of this is the Dallas Cowboys have a really difficult stretch coming up specifically the next three games, but I'll even give you a reason for the fourth game. And look, I I think it is a fool's errand to just assume the Cowboys are going to lose because they're probably better than every team they're going to play. But it's the cumulative effect. It's like what we just saw with the Eagles. You know, were the Eagles worse in particular than some of the teams they played or better? You know, probably not. But there's a cumulative effect of playing those teams week in, week out. And it's why I thought, you know, are the Eagles 20 20 points worse than the Cowboys? I don't think it's that bad. But when you throw that on the back end of all the games they faced in between and then you throw the rest factor in, it looked worse. So with the, with the Cowboys now, they just played the beginning of this. They just played the Eagles. All right. They got that one. Now they go to Buffalo on Sunday. They're underdogs in that game. Actually, they're going to beat Buffalo on Sunday because if you look at the Cowboys over the years, specifically, they're better at home, but they're also better on turf. I think this is actually this one they could get. In Buffalo against the Bills, off an emotional win. The next week, though, they go to Miami, and Miami's going to need that one to try to stay afloat for the number one seed in the AFC. And that game's going to be on grass down in Miami. That feels like a tough challenge back to back road games for the Cowboys. Then they'll come home, they'll play the Lions. I think they'll beat them in Dallas. But then the last game of the season, again, another road game. So three of the next four on the road for Dallas, and that in Washington is on grass. And we know they struggled there in the last season. So it's pretty likely Dallas will lose one of these games. Are they going to lose two? Uh, Probably not. So as long as the Eagles don't lose two, they're likely still to be a division winner and get a top two seat. I mean, that's, that's pretty darn good. So that's number one. The schedule is in the Eagles' favor by a lot. Number two, the, the path to division around weekend. And that's when I truly believe the Eagles, like look about it from the Phillies perspective. Did, Last season, did did what they did in April, May, June, July really matter? It didn't. The the bottom line is they needed to be ready to go for October. And they did. They were. I mean, they got themselves ready, and they were playing their best baseball when October began. They figured stuff out when October began. And, again, another run began like we saw two Octobers ago. Not quite as great, but but similar. And with the Eagles, I mean, I can make a real case. They're not going to face a real challenge for six weeks. We're not going to know. None of this is going to matter. And they're going to they're going to find their way to figure this out for the next five weeks. And then the sixth week is what matter. And what I mean by that is Seattle Giants, Arizona Giants, regardless of how this plays out. Real, and I mean that the Eagles are going to the playoffs and almost regardless, you know, they're they're pretty much in a, a situation where they're going to be the two seed or they're going to be the five seed. I guess it could be the three. If they struggle, Dallas struggles. They still win the division, but Detroit jumps them. But whatever. They are going to be the like very likely the two seed or the five seed. You look at ESPN's analytics, and they have like the percentage chance to get all of the different seeds. And right now, San Francisco clearly the favorite to get the one. The Eagles right now are the favorite to get the two. And then the most likely scenario for the Eagles, if not the two, would probably be the five with Dallas overtaking them. And they get the two. So just play this out for a second. Seattle. Giants, Arizona, Giants. That's the, that's the next four weeks. Then let's go to week five, which would be the first round of the playoffs. Let's say the Eagles are not the number one seed. So they have to play, regardless of their seed, they're playing on wild card weekend. That seems like a pretty fair bet right now. Think about who the opponents are going to be in that game. If they're the two seed, it's some combination. It's one of these teams. It's either you know a, a team like the Minnesota Vikings, who are starting Nick Mullins at quarterback this Saturday. It's the Los Angeles Rams, who have certainly played better football over the past you know, six, seven weeks since the last time the Eagles played them. I think they are very well coached, but they're not very good. They're not super talented. The Eagles will be big favorites to beat them at home. Or the Green Bay Packers, who I think are the most dangerous of the potential seven seeds, but they're young, very young, especially on the offensive side of football. And Jordan Love, for as good as he's looked at times, has been up and down. He's been better at home, than he's been better on the road. And I don't view them as a team that would be very likely to come in here and win. Could they be dangerous? Yes. But we're talking about the Vikings, the Rams, and the Packers as potential first round opponents if the Eagles are in the two seat. If they're in the seven seat, excuse me, if they're in the five seat and they lose the division and the Cowboys overtake them, it's likely a trip to Atlanta, Tampa Bay, who they already beat by 14 and and beat pretty easily, even though they didn't play their best football in week three. New Orleans. I mean, that game, the Eagles are are seven and a half, eight-point road favorites. So I I think the reality is the Eagles have five weeks to figure this out. In the sixth week, that's when the Eagles season starts again. This is all for the next five weeks, just a warm-up to division around weekend. I'll be surprised if the Eagles aren't playing on division around weekend. And that is even though I have major concerns with the team coaching defense, it's the state of the NFC. There are four teams above everyone, even though the lions and Eagles have come back to the pack. I still believe they're above the fray because as you saw with a team like green Bay on Monday, now they're young and they're up and down and then the South stinks. So I I still think they're going to be in that division around weekend. Everything between now and then tells me they have five weeks to get their act together, because that's the test, whether it is a trip to San Francisco, a trip to Dallas, hosting the Lions. However, the the field breaks, they're going to have to be, you know, play an A game or at least a B plus game if it's the Lions, but an A game if it's Dallas or San Francisco to have a shot to get back to the NFC championship game. So that's it. Like time is on the Eagles side. Schedule is on the Eagles side. And the offense and offensive players and personnel are on the Eagles side. Now part of my optimism with the offense moving forward is they're going to play some not so good defense as the next four weeks. And then probably the fifth week as well. Although Atlanta's defense, if you look at a potential five seed, Atlanta's defense is pretty darn good. uh, Maybe one of the more underrated units in the NFL, but the saints, the bucks, even the Falcons, who I think are pretty good that they shouldn't put up that much resistance. And if it's the lions here in the divisional round, their defense might be worse than the Eagles right now, or right on par, just not, not doing enough on defense. So, they're not going to play great defenses until they see Dallas or San Francisco again. And this offense for as much, as it's been choppy. And, and I know Tucker has some thoughts on what's going on at first down and, and all their issues to, to move the ball efficiently offensively this year compared to last year, they're healthy on offense and they have immense playmakers everywhere at the quarterback position, tight end who's back now in Goddard, the two wide receivers, the offensive line is healthy, you know, if you tell me that they stay healthy for the next 4, 5, 6 weeks, I'm going to bet on them to score some points. A lot of their issues this year have been turnovers. Especially turnovers over the 50-yard line. Like drive-killing turnovers, three of them on Sunday night against Dallas. If you take away those those three and you add a touchdown and two more field goals, you know, they still lose. But all of a sudden we're thinking like, "Oh, they lost 33-26." You know, it's a different kind of football game. And we're not as down. It's more like, man, they didn't cash in and get in the end zone rather than this thing's a mess. I mean, they're still – you look at a lot of their offensive metrics, it's still a top-10 offense. It's not as good as it was last year, but it's still a top-10 offense. It's about to go up against some below-average defenses. The offense gives me hope they could figure this thing out. And the last thing, along with time on their side, the schedule, how the playoffs will play out before division around weekend – and just the, the talent on the offensive side, is there a team of winners? They they have winners. I mean, this is adversity we haven't seen with this group in a long time. But I, I'm going to bet on Hertz and Devontae and Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham and all these guys to figure it out. They, they might be too flawed to, to hoist the Lombardi this year, and there just might be too much turnover and coaching and personnel on defense and you know schemes getting figured out on offense, but. There's a feeling like this thing could go off the rails. I saw an article on ESPN yesterday. Can the Eagles avoid a collapse? I think they can avoid that. I have optimism that we're going to walk in a division around weekend with some hope that they have figured some things out. And then we'll find out then. But Tucker, what do you feel on this? It's obviously gut check time for the Eagles. I, I, I don't love the way this is going, but I also think they do have time on their side to figure things out before the real challenges start up again.
0: It's certainly not trending in the right direction after the last two weeks. And maybe there's a world where had they lost the last two games, but it was a little bit more competitive, we would have felt better uh, about this team. But <clears throat> you're right. I mean, they they have a lot of time to figure it out. You have four games in the rest of the regular season. You're probably going against a backup quarterback this week in, in Drew Locke in Seattle. And then you have the Giants twice and the the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, those are four very winnable games that if you do take care of business, no matter what, you're at least going to be the two seed. But I just think this offense has a lot of things to worry about. And defensively, all the things they did well last year, they're not doing well this year. Your top two cornerbacks aren't playing that well. You're not getting after the passer nearly as much as you, you did a year ago. But that's also might be because simply they're not building big leads. Like, I, I think the slow starts that this team has has been do, you know going through not just in recent weeks. I know they talk about, well, look how good our first two drives were against San Francisco. Doesn't matter, right? Like He didn't score. The offense stalled in the, the red zone. Did the same thing against Dallas. He moved the ball and then Hertz fumbled. And then he uh, the other drive where A.J. Brown got the, the offensive pass interference and that kind of threw everything out of whack there. I mean, the thing that this team did really well last year was they put teams away at halftime. I looked it up earlier in the week. They scored 20 points in 10 different games in the first half last year. They haven't done it once this year. Like, I think the most they've scored this year is 17. That's it. And they scored 24 quite a few times last year. And this is a team that last year outscored opponents by 120 in the first half. They've been outscored by 30 in the first half this year. That's a 150 point difference in first half performance. And I think that comes down to game planning. It comes down to Brian Johnson and Nick Sirianni kind of figuring things out and, and putting together a game plan that they can execute and, and get more than just three people involved in the passing game, but you're right. They, they certainly have the time to figure it out. And I think there's a lot of knee jerk reactions and a lot of people maybe be overreacting to how the last two weeks have gone. But I mean, for a team that came into the season with Super Bowl aspirations and, you know, we got to take care of what we couldn't do last year. I mean, right now after the last two weeks, you'd be hard pressed to find anybody who has them in the top two of the conference, let alone atop the conference, like they were two weeks ago. I agree.
1: I mean, and that's fair. All that's fair. All the worry is fair. Here's sometimes the reality versus our concerns. Like you gotta like marry them, right? And the concerns are real. But this is this is the way I view this. There is a I'd say a better than fifty percent chance that the path plays out like this. They win three of their final four. Maybe they lose on in Seattle on Monday. We just lose our minds. But then they win the last three against tomato cans. Okay. Dallas loses one. Let's say in Miami. That puts the Eagles as the number two seed and they get uh, the division title. And they play the Rams or the Vi- Let's say they play the Vikings with Nick Mullins, at quarterback in round one. And then they get the Lions on the road with a poor defense in round two. I, I, you know I like the Lions. I don't think that would be an easy game. But Jared Goff outside, the Lions defense, Eagles probably win that one. And all of a sudden, they're in the NFC Championship game after San Francisco and Dallas had to play each other on the other side of the bracket. So as, far, as much as there is concern, the path from right where we sit right now to the Eagles in an NFC championship game, either home against Dallas or in San Francisco in seven weeks, it's it's certainly possible. I mean, is it likely? I, I, I'd say it's about a 50-50 chance. It plays out very similar to the way I just did it. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk tomorrow. Don't forget, the 94 WIP YouTube page. Subscribe, check it out. We'll talk soon.